transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. I'm right as I'm probably this fucking talking. This is being recorded. What the fuck? That was that was a weird one. Did you guys hear that one, or was that just me? Yeah, I heard it. There was a second lady telling us. Yeah, that we're I don't being need recorded. that. I only I only need the one warning, <laughs> the one warning that we're being spied on. Well, uh, if we're rambling and you hear the voices, then obviously this is another episode of Under Further Review. Uh, this is episode I think what did I label twenty eight? Yes, twenty eight. I know the numbers wow. and I know how Damn. they work. Uh, <laughs> but guys, we have a special guest with the council tonight. Uh, and uh, a friend that we, I, I feel like I haven't seen him forever. Somebody I'm super stoked to have on here and, you know, has a great taste in music. If you ask me, I'm going to preface that. Uh, Austin Spragans, thank you for being, for being here with us tonight, my man. Thank you. I'm, I'm super stoked, dude. I've been looking forward to this like for weeks now. So yeah, <laughs> I'm pumped. Actually, since I even heard it existed, I was like, okay, I want to get it on this somehow. Fuck yeah. yeah. Well, I, well, I it is, got him. Yeah, it is, it is just great to be able to get you on, man, because like, you know, we were kind of talking about it before recording, like one of the things that sort of, uh, you know, has helped create like create this evolution in old heart is uh, is the fact that like we've been piecing together a lot of our friend group again and like getting people on here and just kind of like re uh, engaging with each other in a lot of ways. So you know it yeah it just feels good to see you feels good to see your mustache <laughs> you know everybody's gotta rock them you I as well like- dude i know they're really hot right now mustaches <laughs> are very hot right now honestly Man. i've been rocking it for a few years but uh yeah it's 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 a good look dude it's fun to like find the the look that you you know feel like you gotta, it belongs yeah. on your face you know it's you dope. gotta own it Plus, it's getting warm outside, you know. Summer's coming up, getting that sweaty lip. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's my real. favorite part about summer is the sweaty lip. So, <laughs> <laughs> sweaty neck, beard sweat. It's a thing. It's a thing. Oh man. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I like I like I briefly, you know, tried to allude to. I really, I really dug this playlist you put together, man. Um, and you know, I have I feel like I have like zero context for your for most of the songs on here in terms of like your taste and like where you brought them up. So I'm definitely curious as to like some of them because yeah, it's a it's a fucking smooth giant like jam playlist if you ask me, man. Um, Dude, yeah, I'm glad you like it. And honestly, I it's funny you say that because I I actually did have like a like a theme that I kind of thought of going into like making the playlist and like it's definitely like kind of inspired by like what you guys are doing, but I mean, I can dive in right now if you want, but yeah, it's like, you know, it's basically just like the idea that we all have our own taste, you know, that makes it unique, but it's so heavily influenced by like your friends basically. And, and like, you know, people that are close to you and people that like show you music, at least for me, that's always been true. I, f- I find that's true for most people. Like, definitely, man. you know, your taste is is heavily influenced on like, oh, my friend showed me this band. My friend showed me this artist and I got super into him. And so kind of like every song on this list for me has like a, a kind of a thematic connection to that. Like I'll, nice. I'll, I'll just briefly kind of tag it on like while we're talking about it, but I'll, I'll kind of, you know. That's cool, tell you where man. it came from or whatever yeah so it's got it's everyone's got a connection to like a person basically so 
Oh yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah well, and that, and that yeah, I, I agree with you there. Like, I would say, like, if I didn't have friends to show me like music, I would live in the most boring musical world. And that's basically, like, to be honest, that's basically where we found myself when we started doing this podcast. I was listening to just yeah. like the same shit, and like now my 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 uh, Spotify in particular is just like just fucking eclectic as hell because of like of everything and people like you know everybody's been sending my way and like the different playlists i've been listening to caleb's shaking his head he's hating <laughs> fine <laughs> i just i just doubled down on the metal i was like well it, it, it's been nice but it, it made me realize yep yep this is what i like it, okay it just drove you drove you but harder good, into the metal for you guys <laughs> that's great to hear I you like know? that. Like, I, I actually like. I kind of hope to get like pilloried a little bit because, you know, I feel like there's sometimes like is a vibe that almost like you know, people around here at least like will just like agree with you all the time, you know, and just be like, oh yeah, I like that a lot, oh, even though it's like maybe they don't at all. So, oh, you don't need you're, you're that concern here. Yeah. I know, I know. That's what. No, I'm stoked. <laughs> like, I'm actually. I was like, man, I kind of hope to just get like wrecked on a few of these tracks and. Uh, yeah. So yeah, but I'm up for whatever. Honestly, I, I agree with you though, man. Like that's one of the things that drives me nuts. Uh, I talk about it all the time. Like when I'm telling people about this podcast in particular, I'm always like, "Yo, it's so much fun to just get on there and shit talk." Like because I feel like <laughs> I feel like I don't get to do that in real life anymore. There's so many people that are just like, a, "Like I don't know." You say like something a little gruff, and they're just like, "Fuck, I don't." Did I meet? Did I offend you? I'm sorry. Like I just. I'm just shit talking. Yeah. Like it's okay. <laughs> like, don't be sorry. I'm just an asshole. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, there's a part of that. I've, I've grown a little bit. I'm not just an asshole. I'm an it's asshole with been... a podcast now. <laughs> That's it's right. only been like maybe once or twice or three times that we've devolved into straight up personal attacks on one another. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. It's no, it's not. <laughs> we do it way more often. Yeah, Caleb. Caleb. <laughs> Caleb knows we do it more often. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I say we just jump in. Let's kick it off. Uh, first track on the list, man. It's uh, called Destination Altitude by Steve Davis. So so where'd you pull this one from? Yeah, this. so this one might be honestly like, this might be like the deepest cut on, on this whole playlist. It's a really, it's a, I, at least I had no connection to Steve Davis. And honestly, like looking up information on this album is like challenging. And like, oh, yeah. I've tried and, and I've found like, uh, a you know uh, what do you call that like the you know cast of, of musicians that played on oh, it and yeah, stuff yeah, by yeah. track by track that's it I, all it's all I found really but uh, it's my connection to it is uh, my buddy Ryan Wolk showed me uh, we funk radio which is like a online BBC or a online um, radio show out of Vancouver and they just play a bunch of dope R&B soul funk hip-hop stuff okay. yeah and there was a track on there that uh, wasn't this track, but was on this album. And I kind of found it through there. But uh, yeah, I think he was just like some producer at RCA that like got some studio time and like ended up making this ridiculous album that just is like full of crazy energy and like fucking insane rhythm tracks and weird vocals that just like shout at you and stuff. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a it's a far out the whole record is really far out honestly um and yeah i thought this this song always like yeah the first time i heard it uh would just like uh it really just 
kick kicked shit into gear for me. So it, I was like, does, yeah, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna start the playlist with this track. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is like this was a really good opening track if you ask me because it just like it has such good energy. It opens up. It's just fucking positive, but like it it also like just moves you know, and you just start grooving with it. Um, yeah, I want to listen to the rest of this album definitely because this this has just got so many like kind of funky elements. There's the brass that I fucking love in there. Like, ooh, yeah, I you definitely like kicked it off in the right direction for me here, man. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the one other thing that I did find on the on the like the listing of musicians on there is this guy George Clinton is featured oh. on there, and I don't know if it's like the George Clinton and like that was some weird thing, and he was just like on a few tracks, yeah, or if it's just some other guy named George Clinton, and like I just haven't been able to find a ton of info on this record, but it's it's really good, dude. Honestly, yeah, top That's to bottom, legit. this record's good. Fuck yeah, um, Jameson, how do you feel about about this song by Steve Davis? I, I really liked this one. I thought uh, it kicked off the playlist in a like it was definitely an energy track. I thought, oh sweet, we're gonna get into something that we haven't really explored too much on any of these playlists. Uh, I thought for sure this was like from the seventies, but I looked it up. This album's from like twenty eighteen. So <laughs> what? What? Yeah, I know. I just well, I looked it, it up. Like released or something? I think it maybe re-released. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't find like anything on this record. Dude. It says uh, 1971 on the album cover. Oh, oh okay. Well, I when I just like maybe it was well, shit. Yeah, it must have been a reissue because when I just <laughs> clicked on his on his uh, Spotify, it showed 2018 for the release. But must be oh. a re-release. Either way, like we haven't really dove into like. 60s 70s classic rock anything like that like everyone's kind of stuck to more modern stuff so it was kind of cool to take a dive into something different hell yeah uh flam man what about you i like this one i i i like the high energy of it it really set the tone for the rest of the playlist um not just in like the tempo of it but also like for the entire rest of the playlist it really it had a lot in common with so many different styles of music that that you featured on this playlist um so it was just an absolutely killer opener this is an exquisitely crafted playlist some of the songs on here is some bullshit but the playlist <laughs> overall is real good um this song uh i i've never heard of this i've never heard of steve davis but that the, the keys on it are just such a groove and even though it, like, it, it might come across as repetitive it, initially, it really does sort of like do more to keep the beat and keep the the energy level up more than anything else. But I, I thought it was pretty fun to listen to. But yeah, man. Uh, Caleb, that takes us to you. Um, it makes me want to play baseball. Um, I don't <laughs> what? know. <laughs> what? I thought it, I thought it was. I th it sounds like like a like a baseball montage, like in a movie. We're all just out there on the field, hitting fly balls, and you know Joey's out, out there running around, catching stuff. And yeah, you know, I don't know. I thought <laughs> it was Santana stuff. for a minute, and then I was like, "Oh, it's not Santana." But <laughs> yeah, um, there's a weird little like James Bond part, kind of like in the second half, and then it goes back into the baseball montage. It's <laughs> it's fun. It's funky. Didn't mind this at all. Nice. I I didn't. I was. You were the one in question for me. I was like, I feel like everybody else will be cool with it. But Caleb, I'm like, I don't know. Is it too oh, funky? Is it too? No, it's it's good. <laughs> um, a lot of actually, um, a lot of the picks on here made me like reminded me of like Mahavishnu Orchestra, which Austin. Mm. I don't know if you listen to them, but yeah, I, for sure you'd be into it. Yeah. Um, 
which I, I like that kind of, you know, like it's kind of prosy, freeform, jazzy, funky, a little bit of, it's a good playlist, man. I was not unhappy on this one. <laughs> well, thanks, Shit. I'm glad to hear it. All right. I guess you survived no gavels on the first track. That's a, that, no that, that may be a good sign. I don't know. <laughs> we thought we were getting through a, a playlist recently with no gavels, and then that devolved pretty quick. <laughs> uh, well, uh, that brings us to Kaput by Destroyer. Um, uh, so where, where was this influenced from? Yeah, so th this one... Uh... Yeah, like thematically, it was um, on, on theme for what we're talking about is uh, it was a guy from the coffee shop, actually. And like, honestly, I don't even remember this guy's name. He wasn't a regular, except I remember he showed up like three or four days in a row. So he must have been like traveling or something. Yeah. But he would always comment on what I was playing. Like every single day, He it was like, oh, Tame Impala, I hated their new album, but like their original album was good. And and. Uh, I was playing like Beastie Boys in there. He like was always commenting on shit. And anyways, he he was like, oh, you should check out this guy, this band Destroyer. Check out their first album or not their first album, but one one of their earlier records. This one is uh, off of the title Kaput album. Um, wow. This is the title track. And dude, I fucking loved this record. The, the first time, as soon as I started listening to it, I was like, oh, this is cool. And yeah, this is the title track on there. And it's it's just like super fun lyrics this whole this guy dan uh his name's like dan bajar or behar i don't know how to i've never heard his name name said i don't know what it, it is but um they're canadian um yeah this whole fucking record is great dude and the production on it's just like so silky and his lyrics are really fun and he does these kind of like talk poetry weird kind of lou reed-esque stuff at times and um I just fucking love this whole record so much, dude. I, I definitely got a ton of playtime with me um, over the last couple of years. And their other stuff is great too, but I just really connected with this album and it was the first one I listened to. And, and yeah, just really love this track, so. Hell yeah. I, I do like when that, like, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess like is a bad word. I, I, I do that all the time where, a lot of times, like I'll, I'll love an artist's like whole discography, but there's just that one album that you just keep coming back to, like far and above more than any others. And, and yeah, I, I, this is another one, dude. Like I, I needed to follow up on this entire album because I liked I liked your kind of uh, you know sort of like Lou Reed reference there. Like the vocals at times are kind of like they're not very in your face, but they're like if you listen to them, there is some like really interesting content. I know, like the rest of the council is not really big on lyrics sometimes, but you know, it's it's always worth checking, like trying to listen in if you ask me. But this album, it gets yeah, this this track is just like it's fucking smooth, man. Like so, going right off of that high energy, right into something smooth, I think was just like a really fucking fun transition. And uh, yeah, I've I've never heard of this this group, but like now it's definitely like on my radar. So I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, Caleb. I want to get your hot take. What what do you think about this album or this track? Um, I actually I like this one. Um, I I agree about the earlier the Tame Impala comment. New album not so great, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Um, it it does kind of remind me of like it, like a mix between like old Tame Impala and like Washed Out, um, which I love both of those. Um, the the saxophone's great. I love the chorusy guitar tone and the and the like fuzzy breaking up guitar solo like 
it's great. My only thing is, like, I wish he put more reverb and, like, maybe some phasers on his vocals, because it's like, I don't know. He has it's, really dry vocals. It's kind of like, sorry, it, I shouldn't it, interrupt. No, no, yeah, no. It, it's, it's like, interesting. I, I guess it contrasts, like, the washiness of everything else well, but I'm like, let's go full wash. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. let's, let's get lost in this fantasy that you're painting, and the yeah. lyrics are silly, too, but yeah, I like this one. It's a bit long, but... No, no, no complaints. All right. Well, Jameson, how about you? I thought this song was some bullshit, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the little synth part that's in it. The whole time I thought it was just going to bust into the safety dance. It's the same <laughs> fucking synth patch. Like it is. And so that was really straight. Like the whole time I'm like, when is he going to say we can dance? Like it's coming. And then on top of it, like the we said it a few weeks ago the guy reminds me of the same voice as fucking salad fingers that's the whole thing i was the whole time that's what i was thinking of so this song sucks i don't like it at all just thinking about rusty spoons and weird fucking oh my god well nick how did you how can you follow that so this song i don't know if i would have liked it that much if it hadn't perplexed me so um, this guy's voice drove me fucking nuts because it was so familiar to me and I couldn't place it. And uh, so Austin just spoke his name aloud and that gave me the opportunity to actually just sit down and Google it. And he's also done work with the new pornographers on actually a couple oh, of my shit. favorite of their songs. So I've, I'd oh, okay. seen this dude uh, perform live before, just not for this act. Um, this song was pretty cool. I mean, I generally don't go in for like the soft, airy stuff like this but the guy's avoid the guy's voice i had enough nostalgia for it to where it didn't bother me um and the rest of the music it was pleasant to listen to but maybe it went on for a little too long just a little uh, bit just a little so uh, uh, i don't know this is, a, well, this is fine are you gonna follow up on are you gonna follow up on the album you think no but i might go listen to some of his other work okay okay yeah well, maybe pick through it and uh yeah, um, I, I forgot to mention the sax at the beginning of. The oh, the sax song. was yeah, okay. The that, sax is, is sick. Um, the, the sax no, was glad, absolutely the, carrying it. The it was of opinions, yeah. yeah, I dig it. Well, uh, I tried not to pick too many tracks that were like over four four minutes. I I first my first iteration of my playlist, I had like a couple of nine minute prog tracks and shit. And I was like, God damn it. I want to put this on, but I'm, I'm not going to do that to you guys. I, I've, I've I know you care and I know you listen to Yeah, we definitely, we de we've definitely Tw gone through some pretty like hefty tracks. <laughs> I think I, I made, I made Dusty listen to like 15 minutes of like, just drum. Just drum and bass. Oh, no. It's enchanting. <laughs> Dude, if Dusty oh. can make it through and like three minutes of drumming and chanting, like that's a goddamn miracle. Shout out to Master Gale. Um, well, uh, I, that takes us to like a, a, one of my favorite tracks on the list, uh, a track by Cassiopeia. I had to look up the name of the of the this particular track. Is it Tears of the Star? I, th I think that's I it. was honestly I've never looked it up, and I was I was kind of wondering if maybe Nick could read that, or I don't know. It's beyond my skill. Yeah, I, well, I, I think... can read like basic bathroom signs. And <laughs> yeah, my, my Japanese is not Tears good. The, what was it? Tears of the Stars. That's I sick. I, th yeah. I think it's called Tears of the Star because it's the second track on the on the list, and there's like side yeah. A and side B. But I, yeah, this oh dude, 
I this is like my fucking wheelhouse. Where'd you pull this? Where'd you pull this track from though? Where'd you get this influence? Yeah. Okay. So this is maybe an anomaly. There's actually a couple anomalies on the list. I'll, I'll in terms of my like themes or whatever. But this one was a, a straight up. Uh, I had to. I had to get this in here because it has influenced my music taste. If I'm being totally, completely honest with myself. But like the Spotify algorithm gets shouts out for this one because, uh, I I don't know. I've I, I'm usually like kind of against, in principle, some of that shit and like, algorithmic determinism and shit, whatever. But. <clears throat> the Spotify algorithm is pretty fucking good and it's shown me some dope <laughs> shit. And yeah, I just gotta be totally honest. I just gotta be totally honest. And uh, this was definitely one of them because I've like listened to other like Japanese jazz shit and sometimes I just cycle through. I don't even know what these, you know, names are. I can't even like find the artist again, you know, but I can click on a on a hyperlink and um no dude, this track is sick. Honestly, it is so I found this pretty recently and like I'm gonna say this probably on every track, but like this whole fucking this whole record uh, is top to bottom, super dope and really fun. And uh, I listen to a lot of instrumental music and and like like classical and some other like modern composers and stuff. And this kind of just like reminded me of some of that shit. But it just was really fun and kind of emotional for me. I don't know. Um, it does I just, have like I just like the rise and fall, the action of yeah. of. Uh, the, the story being told through the music here on this track and and I and there's like a just a fucking crescendo at, at the like this like kind of middle or like the last like two thirds or whatever there's a certain part in this song that just fucking crescendos with these like synthy organ shit and it's it's dope dude I just I, I love that shit hell yeah man dude I, I I you know I gotta say I I agree with you on the the whole like subject of algorithm things like it's it's sort of weird it's weird to think about like and, and sometimes it's like it fucks with you a bit but i've just got i have discovered quite a bit of like fun shit off of spotify like throwing things in my daily mix so i'm with you there but like this this track like i feel like i've seen this name before but maybe i'm not like i don't know but either way this this album it looked like it was from 1979 and it's fucking this track is beautiful man it's so fucking good like it hits it hits at every point in the day like when i was when i was like opening and like making like you know dialing in some espresso and like making everything go like this was like the best track to fucking put on like it just <laughs> like i don't know i yeah i got so much joy out of this song man and like i definitely need to like it just dive into that this album for sure but this is probably like my i'm gonna say it's probably like my top contender for the for the list right um yeah dude it's just fucking beautiful that weird crescendo moment that you're talking about like it's just yeah once it hits though it just hits and it hits dude it hits so hard bro yeah Yeah. i love it i love it um nick what about you how'd you feel about this album or this track i keep saying album god damn (laughs) (laughs) this uh i I think this was also one of my favorites on this list um i'll fight you for it it was like a minute into the song that i decided yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna pour a whiskey yeah dude (laughs) This this was whiskey drinking music. This is the soundtrack to the coolest film noir I'll never get to see. Like Yo. this this was this was outstanding. <laughs> I think I, so. I think the name is he's just named after like the Casio keyboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, the, the it was just so cool to listen to it. The fake sax in the beginning replaced by the real sax later on. Oh, what a what a fucking switch there! Beautiful. Ah, oh, my God. The 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 crescendo of it too. It was all it it was such a cinematic kind of experience just you know without the movie I, I i very much enjoyed this one uh, yeah 
Jameson, how about you? I think I'm going to come hard for another one. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I kind of feel like this was the soundtrack to a movie, but that movie is like a 1982 Skinamax softcore porn. And um, it, it, it can just stay there for me. It's, it's fine. No, it's not fine. It's not, it's not for me. Is it gavel for you then? No, it's okay. just a bit too cheesy and <laughs> meh. Meh. <laughs> it belongs in a Skinamax. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, what about you? Do you think it belongs in, in a in a softcore porn film? Oh, for sure. It's it's a very <laughs> sexy song. Um, it is a sexy song. I had a really weird experience driving home from school listening to this today. Um, oh. I was you was know, it a sexy experience? No, it was. Oh. Well, I mean, I was driving and I could looked you, at. The could little... you tell it as if it was? Yeah. If Caleb's there, it's always sexy. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. You talk in a voice like this. <laughs> it's awful. I'm aroused. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Okay, tell us your story. Tell us your story about. I'm gonna tell it normally. <laughs> so um, I looked at the the cover and I was like, oh, race cars. And then I started thinking about Mario Kart. And then this music started playing, and I was like, this sounds like Mario Kart music if they slowed it down. And like Mario Kart's trying to seduce you. And <laughs> I thought that was cool. Like the, you in. really, really, really good. Like you know, a uh, little. I don't know if that's flamenca or just an acoustic guitar. That was nice. But what really got me was um, the bass um, in the middle or that he's just going super fast. And it sounds like I, I just started doing uh, the noise at the same time. I was just blah, 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 uh, Because he's just like, he's he's just going for it. It's, it's a cool song. It's weird. It makes me kind of uncomfortable to listen to around people. <laughs> like, this is private time music. This is private time music. Yeah, it's pretty nice, but yeah, only in private. <laughs> Don't let your friends hear it or hear yeah, you I hear it listening to. <laughs> I appreciate that take. Um, well, so th now that this comes to a, a group where we're kind of, where we've invoked the name of a few times, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, uh, a track called "The Fourth Color." So, uh, what about this one, man? What out of all the Gizzard, the Gizzard tracks? What about the why? Why this one? Yeah, interesting. Yeah, um, I dude, I fucking love King Gizzard. Honestly, I don't know if I've heard King Giz come up yet. On from what I, I haven't listened obviously to every episode but, of you guys, but uh, um, I'm glad to hear that it's come up before because it's it's fucking I don't know, dude. I I really like this band, and I don't like evangelize. There are definitely some some like. You know, there are some crazy fans out there for for a lot of big bands and stuff. But these guys have some kind of annoying fans sometimes too, I guess. But um, but I, I fucking love them, and I love their like genre bending. I love their in-house production. I love you know the kind of through line of a band that always like puts so much of themselves in into their records and even though they're changing their sound all the time and like doing these big genre swings wildly between records, uh, I find that they do sound like very, there's a very consistent kind of giz sound. And some people think it's lazy and and uh, like they just keep putting out, they're going for quantity over quality and shit. But I, 
I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of this band for sure. And, uh, yeah. um, this one, uh, I just, I love this whole record. I'm going to say that on every fucking, <laughs> um, I love this whole record and this is like the closing track on it. And, um, I was at a live show, I think the first time I saw them, um, and yeah, they played this and it was just fucking heavy as shit. And I just like really connected with it. And fuck yeah, uh, I always liked this record anyways. So, um, Dude, but yeah, I'm, Elliot came home one. from Elliot came home from work one day and was just like, Oh, dude, my friend, my like coworker told me to like check out this band King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. And that was like, I don't know, seven years ago or something like that, six yeah. years ago. And it was Paper Mache Dream Balloon, which is a dope record. And, uh, but then like listening to that, like fun, like acoustic kind of poppy woodwinds and flutes and stuff. And then like I was like, oh, this is a cool sounding band. And then the next record I put on is like fucking microtonal guitars and like ridiculous weird like like time signatures that just don't make sense and shit and like they have two drummers like they're fucking weird dude i just yeah. like them a lot um, Fuck yeah. but yeah that was the connection elliot told me about them and he had heard it from a co-worker and and yeah um i always love that yeah. uh yeah i mean like i feel like similarly probably like god dude probably like six years you know six years ago seven years ago somewhere in that time frame i remember jeremiah first bringing them up to me and he was like yeah like like all about it like yo you gotta check out king giz and i remember listening to a few tracks and be like yeah that fucking jams and then like you know forgetting completely about it for some reason right and, yeah and re yeah like we've had a couple you know like pop-ups on here on here with them and like it's made me fucking like really pay attention to them and like all of a sudden I've just been like all a fucking bout King Gizzard. Like, it's like, I'm not like, I, I, I see those fans that you're talking about though, dude, where it's like, they have this fan base that just fucking goes too crazy for them. They're like, they're like, no, there's nothing but King Gizzard. And like, you know, and it's like, yeah, you know, like it's cool and all what they're fucking doing, but like, right, you, yeah. you know, it's like whatever, don't, don't be fucking crazy about it. But uh, yeah, this, this album's like pretty sick. If you ask me, like I, I, really like i like this whole album through and through but this track is really fun um but it has this like strange break in the middle that goes on for like a really like like it yeah. goes on for like an obnoxious almost amount of time i, I have to say that because like and i've never liked that because it's like where i don't know it's not like the ending is not one of those like secret kind of like tail back end you know part of the songs it's like supposed you're supposed to sit through like this blank void <laughs> which kind of like weirds me out but i like the song overall man king gizzard it's definitely like i've come around to him uh but i know some some other people might not have uh nick what about you have you are you sold on this king gizzard song so this is what the fourth fifth time that someone has brought king gizzard on we were trying to make you fucking like them <laughs> i know in my life this is maybe the 19th or 20th time someone has tried to get me to listen to king gizzard and the lizard wizard <laughs> i don't have anything against them they're not bad this isn't a bad song i just don't understand why there are so many fucking evangelists for this band it's because they're so good, strange. dude. <laughs> they are. They are good. They're. They're. That's they're not that the good. They're. They're fine. That's why I had to put the, the, the disclaimer in there that. But, but not evangelizing right. for. I, I. That's just me venting about about these guys. No, um, I'm with. I'm with you. But, like they have little weird fans, like I was saying. 
as as for this song, this song was it was pretty it was nice to listen to. I, I enjoyed it. It was kind of like it, it, it seemed like a, a gateway drug to get kids hooked on math rock. <laughs> uh, the, the the entire well, intro is just kind of designed around that principle. It's this it's this riff that's not like too abrasive. It's repetitive enough where like you like you can track it, like the little trill that he does. Like you can kind of track that, and then eventually, even if you're not really counting it out correctly, you can you can wind up at like these little turnaround points, and it's it's really satisfying to listen to that intro, and then suddenly you're just listening to a King Gizzard song. <laughs> My God, how did I get here? That's <laughs> what's what happened. It, it, it's it's honestly it's it, it's sneaky in, in its construction. It's such an intentionally put together song. I don't know what happened. Um, I but I, I'm not really a fan, with one exception of being a Malibu Nights. Uh, I am not a fan of the wait a long ass time because it's it is an obvious pretentious ploy to get you to experience this is like experience this entire thing on vinyl. Cause fuck off. That's the only reason they used to do that is because on records they had a whole bunch of extra space at the end of an album. This was I didn't. I, okay, my gripes are over. Is this, this a gavel for you? Oh, no, no, it's no, a good, it's a good song. song though. It's a good song, but I, the, the shtick I'm tired of. Fair, fair. Well, fair. I mean, Austin mentioned it, and they it is something that they, you know, they 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 put out such a volume of work that like i mean in their first couple of years on the scene how many albums did they drop it was it was like several like right like there was a there was a calendar year and a 12 month period they put out like five studio records it's fucking like, full insane albums which it's i was insane. just like jesus christ dude they just kept dropping them and like they didn't even say anything each time they just would yeah. put it out and i was just like fuck dude and they just yeah. make it all themselves and they own the label and shit so i i, I definitely respect that yeah mad respect I, I do like that would that, i mean it's kind of like the music making dream right there but well, to like to their credit if they've been accused of of not being like of go, of choosing quantity over quality i haven't heard a song of theirs that wasn't totally intentional and, and and deliberately crafted i i have to admit that about them word uh jameson what's your what's your take on the fourth color I, I promise eventually I'll have something good to say, but <laughs> I, I don't like King Gizzard. I really don't. I, I feel like out of all the songs we've heard, there's been one song that I enjoyed. Um, it's just kind of that this song would be much better if it was like two and a half minutes. Um, <laughs> but the repetitive nature of it is just off-putting. And they just... I feel like it's basically highbrow tool. I said this before. It's basically <laughs> like it a gavel if, <laughs> if tool wasn't white trash, it's just King Gizzard. <laughs> it's a King Gizzard and a tool smack. Oh I love my it. god. <laughs> Fucking carnage. Smash. <laughs> well, <laughs> Caleb, can you follow that up? What's your. Uh, I don't, I can't follow that, but, um, <laughs> I don't know. Like it's kind of similar to, to Nick, like they're really, really good. Like, and I don't know, it's amazing that they can turn out so much, but I think that's kind of like been my issue is like, I don't know. I, I guess I need like, sometimes I need like half a year to digest an album fully. You know, I might listen to it the first time like meh. And then after a while it's like, okay, yeah. And then, you know, you start getting into it. And five in a year, man. It's it's impressive, but that is that is too intense. Um, nuts. There's there's nothing wrong with it. What they do, they're super super talented. But I don't know. I I like them enough where like I had a little phase of like, oh, this is cool. Check this out. But 
Yeah, I don't I don't get the the evangelists either, but hey man, that's cool. They got a they got a little cult following and they're doing their thing. I respect it. I want them to keep making music. Um, even if I don't listen to all of it cuz I don't have the fucking time. <laughs> Which is, all I, I do got to mention, he, which is a significantly much more glowing review than what he gave to Cliff Diver, who he who he explicitly told to stop making music. Yeah. <laughs> which we I'm still haven't heard back if they have, they have or have not. Uh, well, and you know, we, everybody's looking for a following. That's why we got the corn dogs, right? Like that. Yeah. Everybody, everybody, you know, everybody's got something. But that's right. I, it's just it is. <laughs> It's true. Uh, Lucas over at Matinee Edition, he always he always hates it. At the end of those podcasts lately, I've been I can't remember if I've told you guys this. I keep saying, telling everybody, I'm like, yo, if you're a hot dog, dip yourself in some of that old heart radio batter and fry yourself up into a corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> so it's true. Corn like we'll get there. Uh, See, this, either is, way. this is the corn dog process. Once you get this shit roasted out of you, like we're we're the we're the fry oil, man. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Yeah. Only the tempered can become corn dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rigorous process. We'll we see. remove the bun, the soft, spongy exterior. We shove a stick in there, and then we dip you in hot oil. Oh, which we gotta have a word from our plug. <laughs> Jameson, do you have a word from our sponsor? Uh, I mean, always our sponsor, Blue Chew. Keep your cock rock hard. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. We'll get that money one day. We'll get that. I was gonna say, are you guys getting money from? Uh, I haven't got. No, any it's checks. just it's an attempt. I mean, I, I I'll, I'll just. I don't need the the money. I'll just take a free prescription when I don't have to do anything. So just start sending the blue chews to my house. There you go. I'll take there you them. Go, there I almost, I you almost, know, I, I got kind of far with Oatly for a second, the big milk company. Because, um, like, for a really long time, I, every episode I was saying something about Oatly. I was like, I was like, I'm like, whether it was like me talking shit about him or me saying something. And I was like, listen, I've recorded almost like a hundred episodes where I've said your fucking name and like I emailed them this thing. And they're like, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I think it's time to get like a, like, you know, some sort of like, you know, back, you know, <laughs> something back. <laughs> They told me to like send more information, and then I was like, but then I heard that like, I know this sounds shitty, but well, that doesn't sound shitty. I don't give a fuck. Like I heard that one, well, one like their milk has kind of like changed recently. I feel um, like, and so it's like it's like a different consistency. Two, uh, Starbucks started using them, so like it's like fucked up the supply chain. So anything smaller than Starbucks can't get it anyway. Hmm. And like three. Don Jr. from the from the Trump family like is like heavily invested in that company and so I was like fuck that I'm done <laughs> I'm done fuck yeah me. so now we just exclusively yeah. talk shit about you Oatly if you're listening um, right. anyway yeah. <laughs> we're out we're in the weeds so hard right now uh, potential sponsors <laughs> aside uh, uh, this takes us to like a really random song on the list if you ask me it's uh, an aborted beginning. But who is this Nils like Fraham the From Nils From yeah yeah dude dude okay Nils From yeah I don't know how how much you guys get on the on the pot or, or in your music diet at all of like ambient minimalist composers and shit but Nils From is one that you should put in there if you're into it you've come um, to us at a good time yeah. <laughs> um yeah dude so calvin turned me on to nils from um and 
like also listening to like Max Richter a lot at, at a certain point when I discovered him and stuff, who's like another, well, like kind of one of his contemporaries and stuff. But um, dude, he's just like super weird, crazy composer um, who just like uses a lot of weird analog, like processing gear on stage and stuff like delays and reverbs and stuff that he has like okay. special built for his crazy piano setups and um he uses lots of like loops and stuff to like perform shit live um okay. and so yeah that was like what you heard was like the intro track to his like spaces record which i think he like performed live a bunch and stuff but um i mean it'd be interesting to see that live i feel like yeah yeah, Calvin was able to see him live up here in Seattle a couple what? couple of years ago, and um, I didn't make it to that show. But like, yeah, apparently they're fucking crazy and just really awesome kind of sonic experience. And yeah, he just does a bunch of I don't know, dude. I don't know. He he's also like a very active. He's put out a, a bunch of material, and um, there's a bunch of stuff online and um, or on like Spotify and shit. But he he's cool i like him i don't okay. know what more to say about him but i like this track and i thought it was a good like introduction to like just put him on this playlist but not a lot of his you know a lot of those tracks can be like longer and um i don't know yeah he's he's well because cool the, the, it's more like a soundscape that they're creating in a lot of ways you know yeah uh that's fucking interesting yeah yeah and you're right dude like just looking at like the cat's page on spotify real quick like it seems like there's quite a few albums. I'm interested in this. There's one called Trance Friends, <laughs> but this 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 track in Aborted Beginning. It's like I don't know. Like it it's 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 interesting. It was like it it was hard to keep my attention up for a while, but like kind of like understanding what the performance is and like what they're like they're trying to accomplish makes more sense to me. You know what I mean? At first, yeah. I was like, I was like, what is this like? Uh, like, like, is this for like a scene, like a long scene in a movie or something? Like, like, yeah, like you, like when I heard it, I thought like, oh, this guy's like using, I don't know, like a group of people or I don't know. It's like I didn't understand like yeah. how it was being made, but it's like it's just him like manipulating a bunch of instruments in ways where he like he makes it like a physical experience, but he has them hooked up to like delays and stuff. But he's not using like computers and shit. Um, he just is like hardwiring yeah. a bunch of gear together so that he can like sit surrounded by keyboards and like make insane music basically yeah um, and that's why so. that's why when you mentioned the live show that's why it sounds like it would be it, it would be like a like a definitely like a, a visual as well as an audio experience you know watching it all and stuff i think like that's good as yeah so i'm kind of interested in that but caleb what about you how'd you feel about an aborted beginning well the first time i listened to it my initial thought was he should have just probably aborted this song. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like someone's throwing a garbage can down the hallway for a minute, and then he plays the piano, and he pushes a couple of buttons on a keyboard. Um, but hearing you explain all of it, it makes a lot more sense, and it would be something interesting to go see live. Like, um, you know, and it's only the intro track. It's a short track, so I can't, you know... If you can never see it live, Caleb, I would. Would you? I would, would, you would you ever listen to this song in your I, spare I, time? That's why this song. This song is kind of just like, oh, 
Okay, we're we're just getting started, I can tell. I'd, I'd be better to listen to the whole thing or like sit down and go through the experience, but... The question yeah. I have is, was Oscar the Grouch in that garbage can that was thrown, in your opinion? Mm, no, because we would have heard him yell, and then it would Fair have, enough. you know, there would have been a bunch of delay of Oscar going, ah! Okay, okay, good point, know. good point. Um, is it a gavel for you, though? No, no, Um, it's just like... It's like it piques your interest enough to be like, huh, I wonder what this is about. Like, this would be something to see. Like, it'd be cool to like find like a YouTube video and check out like what he's doing because it sure. sounds like, you know, that's a whole heart, half of it. But I don't know. Was... Noises. If you, like had to rate, stuff. If, if you had to rate it, what would you give it on a scale of whatever Dusty uses? <laughs> <laughs> How about this song specifically? I'll give a 5.67. Okay. Um, but I think that we could we could open that micrometer up a little bit more if I got to hear the rest of it. Well, and we also don't know what the full scale is. So, you know, it could be good. It could be bad. Yeah, it might be millimeters. Could be inches. Damn. Jameson, what know. about you? <laughs> uh, well, that's what I wrote down on my notes was basically, <laughs> um, why? Like, it's it's like... You, the King Gizzard song, even though I didn't like it, has a ton of energy, and your next track has a bunch of energy, and this was just like, why? why? It's just <laughs> ambient noise, and it's about as boring as I'm being right now, so. <laughs> Nick, how about you, man? I thought this was one of the coolest fucking things I've ever heard. Fucking son of a bitch. I knew you were going to like this one. Oh my god! It was a, it, it, I, I don't. I, I'm fucking stuttering like a goddamn crazy person right now. Um, I've never heard something that that forced me to like. This is. I can't call it a song. It's like an art exhibit that you have to perceive. It's um. It, it's like a, a. What you're not getting in melody, you're absolutely getting art. back in in spades with like art. with texture, with harmonics, with overtones. It's it's fucking gorgeous to listen to. I I really liked it, and it's all like juxtapositioned right next to those kind of like really clear, like solitary piano notes. So you really get a far of how like how much he's really distorted his sound and gone into that noisy realm. The percussiveness of it was like random i'm assuming he has like a probability engine built into his sequencer so that he can actually like decide what percentage of the time he wants his triggers to occur and that's where we're getting that weird stuttering like kind of spacey sound to it when i heard this song i was out walking the dog and i heard i heard it on like my shitty little bluetooth headphones and i immediately put it on on, on the studio monitors again when i got home this song was fucking crazy that i really enjoyed this one oh yeah well shit man nerd well, yeah, and Jameson kind of alluded to it, like kind of transitioning from that song to the next one. Uh, the next one has a lot of energy. I what is it? I am the Black Gold of the Sun by the Rotary Connection. Um, yeah, this one's like another jam, dude. Like, where, where'd you pull this one from, Austin? Dude, so yeah, this one. So I did a I did a double Calvin shouts out here. So <laughs> yeah, I, a big big props to Cal Dix because he has definitely like shown me so much music over the years and, and he yeah. should be like him and Elliot should probably both be like overrepresented. Maybe they are on this list, but um, they're, they're actually represented pretty frequently just by us. <laughs> we, is, yeah, invoked, I know. Yeah, for sure. We've invoked their names yeah. a few times. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So Cal had, I think he just, I think we have like a me and Elliot and Cal text thread and, and we just like, 
sent a ton of tracks to each other through there. And at one point I remember going back through all of those tracks that we had sent each other and then just like pulling whatever album that was from into one giant mega list. And nice. that's like a shared playlist that Elliot and Cal and I have. That's just like fucking a hundred hours long or I don't know. And just has a ton of crazy albums on it with weird shit on it. But um, okay. yeah, this was just like some compilation that I think Cal had sent into that thread. And uh, I also realized that Minnie Ripperton is on this track and yeah. I'm a big, also big fan of Minnie Ripperton. And um, so I was just like immediately drawn to this track when he sent it to me. But um, God damn, dude, it's, it's just, I don't even know. I think this track like speaks for itself. It's just fucking beautiful. And some of the yeah. best like vocal harmonies on any track that I've probably like ever heard. I mean, some of the best I think. And um, I don't know, this yeah, this man. track just like hit me hard the first time I heard it. And then it's, it's been something that I'll like come back to when I just like, I don't know, need to feel good. And <clears throat> that's um, it, man. It it pumps you the fuck up like it gives you like such positive fucking energy man like yeah i don't know yeah Warm, absolutely warms you. <laughs> i agree dude yeah this is a track that yeah i don't know it just it spoke to me a lot and i just enjoyed it a lot and it just fucking it's a banger and it's just hell yeah vocals and stuff and mini ripperton's on it and i fucking love mini ripperton so well i'm stoked you fucking put it on here because i'm like i yeah i gobbled this one the hell up like i like this is yeah, such a fucking solid, like I said, such just like positive energy. Like there's such, you write about those vocal harmonies. Like I, they really are just like on point. So oh, it's a chef's kiss, you know? <laughs> it's a chef's kiss. <laughs> but like, oh yeah. I, yeah, I'm gonna have to like, you know, try and dig a little further into this too. Like there's like, there's already like, we, you know, we're only, we're only part of the way through and I, I could, you know, when listening to this list, I've been like, I want to listen to this album. I want to listen to this album. I want to listen to this album. So, yeah, I just really appreciate it. Uh, Nick, how, how about you, man? I don't know. I I feel like I was really not in the headspace for it, especially coming off of, how, of the high of an aborted beginning, which, by the way, is the most metal fucking, this is the most grindcore song title on this entire playlist. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I don't know. I, I wasn't feeling the rotary connection. Maybe maybe just in juxtapositioning there. But I do acknowledge that it was a groovy little song. I do think it got a little too repetitive and went, a lot, went on a little too long. But overall, I think it was just a letdown from the previous track. But what about those hand drums, man? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jameson, how about you? Uh. I think I'll give some positive notes on this one. Uh, we, we've made a bit of a comeback, and you're going to have a run here. So, uh, yeah, I like this one. I I firmly believe that uh, Marvin Gaye's album, uh, What's Going On, is one of the best albums of all fucking time. And this gives you a lot of those same vibes. And, you know, it's just that era. So soulful. And uh, this was a really good pick. But, yeah. Caleb, how you feeling in your soul? Um, let's let's not go there. Um, <laughs> Grim and frostbitten. Yeah, probably. Um, it's getting way too hot out. Anyway, um, this song's cool. It reminds. This is the one that specifically like really reminded me of um, Mahavishnu Orchestra, and I I'm glad that you confirmed it because I had the thought. I'm like, I, this is like if if I were rating 
Calvin Dix's iTunes back in the day. I'm going to find something like this. And yeah, I like it. Um, really, I mean, I guess it's a little repetitive, but it's kind of like they're, you know, they're jamming, but um, the vocals are incredible. Um, yeah. It's, it's not like an everyday listen for me, but I appreciate this kind of stuff. Very well done. Yeah. Well, so like, you know, you being like, like the metalhead, like, are, would, like, would you find yourself ever putting this in just like a lineup for a day? Like for a playlist during the day? Um, sometimes I'll listen to like, um, I like a lot of proggy, you know, stuff. Like, um, th- this is kind of like, you know, this reminds me of like a different branch of the vintage prog tree. And yeah, I like this kind of stuff. I don't listen right. to it a whole lot, but it kind of made me like, oh, yeah, there's some albums I want to revisit and check these guys out as well. Fuck yeah. I'll send things. you some other prog shit too, dude. I got some Renaissance. You should check out Renaissance if you haven't. Some, some good I haven't. Shit. Was Renaissance links. that band that you showed me? Yeah, yeah, Nick. I did show you uh, one of their albums. Yeah, that was that was some pretty cool stuff. I did explore that for a little while. <clears throat> yeah, good shit. Well, uh, next track up is uh, "Holding On to Yesterday" by Ambrosia, and uh, looks like Alan Parsons. So. Coming off of that, the you know the previous track, this one just fucking flows right, right like they just flow perfectly into each other. If you ask me, it's like such an, another just like such a fucking good track, dude. Where so where'd this one come from? Yeah, <clears throat> so this one um, is actually kind of connected to the to the last one. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. They do match the vibes because that was like this was another track, but from Elliot. Um, and honestly, when I included this one on, on this list, I kind of was like, I, I was, I was, this one would have been the one I would have cut and replaced. And there may have been a couple that I, there was definitely some, some runners up and stuff and some, uh, but you know, I didn't want to make it 20 fucking songs or whatever, but, um, I, I don't have like a strong emotional connection other than when I put it on in my, on my headphones on like my good headphones, I was like, fuck dude the production on this is so silky smooth and it just vibes with that yeah same kind of sound i was just trying to like undulate genres throughout this whole thing and and really kind of keep it mixed up and kind of keep it fresh and um but i felt like this kind of fit in theme with kind of a mood that i've like definitely been into and and i like finding those little kind of one-off tracks that are kind of sprinkled in amongst some other shit that like i'm not going to listen to every day but like certain tracks just kind of hit you at a certain point and uh yeah made it onto like a a playlist at some point and then i you know am compiling songs that have like been in my rotation over the last like you know couple of years here so fuck yeah Uh, yeah i think the first shout out to elliot maybe Eh, shout out there you know the the i think so because you've mentioned cal a couple times but i think this is the first elliot Man, uh, that's that. Like, I was just thinking about that. Like, have you guys, you know, you guys have had various like projects over the years. Uh, have you guys like been cooking on anything or like doing anything lately? Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, honestly, like, definitely very sporadically, but but off and on. Um, yeah, Elliot and Cal and I have um, the Vanity Project, or I'm yeah. sorry, uh, the Vanity Gallery. I'm fucking. I, I smoked a couple of splits before this podcast. Don't, don't tell you, don't tell your listeners that. Um, Corn dogs. No, but 
Um, yeah, the Vanity Gallery. That's that's the project that Elliot and Cal and I have put some stuff out on. Um, mm -hmm. But that's mostly been like some like kind of music experimental ambient long form shit. Um, yeah. Was he, I mean, that's what I mean. You guys have done some like really interesting stuff with that, like from what I've from what I've checked out. And it, yeah, dude, we did a really cool project, and and we've been working on an album that's more like our last project was the Withering Blooms. That was the band that like Elliot and Cal and Jake Guzman and um, a couple other guys that we knew from from Bellingham and and down here in Seattle. But um, yeah, we had the Blooms project for a lot of years, and then um, that kind of came to a close like honestly like right before covid broke out so that wouldn't yeah. have helped you know jive <laughs> that project back together <laughs> anyways but but yeah elliot and cal and i've been doing the vanity gallery for a while and um and yeah it's been cool it's just been like a kind of just a different avenue for us to put out like weird shit that maybe didn't sound like our other stuff but uh, but it's like an yeah, ongoing project though or yeah, it is an ongoing project. Yeah, we just haven't put, we've been working on like an album, but we've been tracking off and on for like, honestly, over a year and just, you know, nice. life's crazy. And oh, yeah, man. Yeah, shit just comes up. But, well, that's cool. But yeah, though, we haven't like, like played a show or anything. And so it'd be fun to get back into doing that and stuff. Obviously, that was a lot of years. So it's really fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely playing shows is always a fucking blast, but. No, that's, I think it's like, I think it's just good to have like some sort of like ongoing project like that going, you know, like something that you can always come back to and feel like it's like a space to create something, you know? Um, so that's cool, man. I, I hope, I hope you guys continue to keep on like, you know, like making, making whatever the fuck you guys feel like. Yeah, um, dude, for sure. I appreciate that. Fuck yeah, man. Uh, all right. Where are we at here? We're still on the Ambrosia. We haven't even talked about it yet. <laughs> We're sorry. I got. I got. I got. We got a, a little sidetrack. Yeah, I always get in the weeds. It's the weeds. <laughs> it's the weeds. <laughs> okay, weed, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Jameson, how do you feel about this track, though? I, I like this one too. Coming off the last one, like it's just still right in that soulful groove. Um, it, it's so surprising that this is a couple white dudes or a group of white dudes putting out this real soulful stuff back in the 70s. Don't really uh, expect that, but another solid pick. I like this one. Dude, that's a groovy motherfucking track. Nick, how about you, man? Okay, did you like this groove? Did you find this pocket? What <laughs> This is so I've I, I, I've shared this idea before, but I like to classify this in the Rock 106.7 music, um, <laughs> well known for being the radio station that advertised the hardest rock and never fucking played any of it. <laughs> this is the type of song they would put on between, like, maybe another shitty song and then a song you might actually want to listen to. This is I, I would also describe this as Eagles adjacent. Which is not a compliment. <laughs> Eagles adjacent. Oof. I, I, I don't know. I, I recognize what they're doing. Is they're pretty good at it. I don't want to listen to it though. They can be pretty good somewhere else. I did not enjoy this. Okay, if you had to listen to the, this or Chuck Mangione, which would it be? I think I'd pick Chuck. Oh my! Well, I mean, I don't disagree <laughs> with that. Chuck Chuck Mangione is amazing, but only the hits. Uh, only the hits. <laughs> Uh, Caleb, what about you? Um, it reminded me at the first part, like I, I was like, "Ooh, it's like a sexier Pink Floyd." 
Um, <laughs> and then about halfway in, that violin came in, and I was like, oh, yeah. Um, I I am a sucker for a violin, man. So that that tipped it over the edge for me. I, I thought it was a cool song. Like, I guess I kind of see some of the... I guess maybe a little bit of Eagles vibes, but this is better than the Eagles. Eagles fucking suck. I mean, they're talented, but I, I'm done. But whatever. No, Ambrosia's cool. I like this. Hey. Well, I guess, you know, Eagles dunk, but like... <laughs> yeah. Any chance I get. Artist that got bashed that no one expected bashed. Tool, Eagles, who's next? Who's next? King Gris uh, got it, too. Well, what, what track that takes us to... I don't speak Spanish very well, but this takes us to a track. Uh, it's Portuguese because he's wow. Brazilian, I think. Ooh. So yeah. If Lucas was here, he'd be he'd read it for me. Uh, but it's uh, who was it? Erasmo Carlos. Yeah, Erasmo Carlos. I have no idea. Like it keeps moving for me, but was it like e precisa o dar uma? I don't know. I'm just gonna fuck it up. Anyway, yeah. do you know what the name of the track is? I, I don't know how to say it. I just I don't know how to say it either. But <laughs> I just know all these tracks because I know it's like the what the like third track or I can't remember. Anyway, um, I, this record, yeah, it's the third track. Um, this kind of continues this like sort of groovy pocket uh, that you put together here. Yeah, dude. This uh, this whole so this record's pretty sweet. It's actually from uh, from Light in the Attic. Uh, which is like cool. They they like, I think are known for like uh, re-releasing like Rodrigo's music and stuff. Um, mm. You saw that Sugarman documentary. Um, anyways, they just like re-released old gems that like haven't been pressed for a long time. And That's uh, cool. and yeah, my buddy Jackson, who's like honestly should be, he's underrepresented on this playlist because he's definitely shown me a ton of music. Jackson Green, shouts out. Um, but he was also in the blooms and, and did a bunch of music and stuff with us over the years. Um, yeah. And uh, but he's always been like a super deep cut guy. And, and he showed me this record and I just fucking love this track off this record. And um, I don't know. I just again, it's like I, I wanted when I was putting this together, I was like mostly thinking of like, I mean, obviously the music's in my opinion, pretty sweet. And, mm -hmm. but I was like almost thinking of like more an emotional, like a, like a feeling I had, like at a certain point or a connection to a person. So that's okay. kind of like the theme I was using to like construct this playlist and shit. But um, okay. yeah, I just got into like Brazilian artists too for a while, like Marcos Valle, um, which I think, is he on this playlist? Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, there's another, Kind of brazilian artist and i kind of had gotten into like weird brazilian they were making some really dope 70s like fun dancey i don't even know what kind of music but um yeah no there's some cool grooves yeah, here man this like is a, this is a good one i do love i, I like i like the guitar work i like this the I th that like what saxophone that kicks in like ooh, yeah it's it's fucking smooth man like if i had a cafe like this is the type of music i'd play like regularly like in the background like this yeah. you know this and yeah it's like this album is just like you know from like it says it's from 1971 but yeah. so, so somebody dug it back up and re-released it that's fucking dope um 
that reminds me of like this uh, Mad Lib track I put on my, my playlist, which was like, you know, he repurposed a bunch of like Blue Note records artists that like, and, and it just that whole helped. Record just sick, dude, yeah. And he just, and it helped regenerate, like, you know, generate a lot more like attention towards that music again, you know, and some of those artists, which is fucking needed. There's, there's so much that just falls through fucking time, you know? Uh, but yeah, this, I, I really enjoyed this fucking track. Um, Caleb, what about you? I mean, I don't know. I, I've I've heard a lot of stuff like this, not in Portuguese, which is a very interesting language. Not heard much of it spoken or sang, so that was kind of cool. And the sax was good. That being and the said, sax was good. The sax is always good. Um, that being said, uh, I don't know. It just you know, okay, he's got probably I'm assuming a Gibson SG and like a you know, old Fender amp, and it sounds like it. And that's not my favorite thing. Um, I thought it was a lot longer than three minutes and 47 seconds. It seemed like it went on for 10 fucking minutes. Oh, it's it's fine. It's, it's a little jam. Um, and it was cool to learn about some Portuguese, but I don't know, man, not for me. It's like, was it a gavel for you then? No, no, oh. no gavel. But I don't know. I just like, I wanted them to like change it up or like, I don't know. I'm getting all sexed out over here with all these sexy moves. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Getting tired uh, and sweaty. I'm getting tired and sweaty. Uh, Nick, what about you? Are you tired or sweaty because of the song? Um, no, actually, um, I, I really thought this playlist fell off after Nils um, at first, but this song really kind of came in. <laughs> And, and redeemed you a little bit. This, the, it, my first impression of it was like, you, you know, like a really easy to follow Zeppelin B side or something. But this one's Portuguese. That's neat. Um, f- to start with, I really like that dude's hat. Oh, in the phone, in the cover. Yeah. Oh, where's Caleb? He would obviously have a comment on this guy's hat. Oh well, we'll get back to that. We'll, we'll circle back around. We'll, we'll circle back to. Well, that, that's that's. It is an important thing to talk about. Um, but I, I don't know. I liked it. it. It was repetitive, but so is Babe. I'm gonna leave you. Um, the, I, I think it executed it pretty well. The repetition of it. It did feel longer than three minutes and forty seven seconds, but I don't remember having a bad time in that really long time. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it's like sure, let it be long then. So yeah, overall positive positive review of this one. Much better than the the previous two. Especially, especially Alan Parsons. Damn you, Alan Parsons. Damn you, Alan. <laughs> Jameson, how about yourself, man? I, I thought this was a real high point for the playlist, honestly. This song is fucking a jam. And, man, I really wanted to, like, get dressed up all fancy and go to a fucking sweet-ass bar and just sip a cocktail and listen to this whole album. Like, be great to have this on vinyl and... It, fucking really really good i like this one a lot dude that's legit yeah uh it like and you know i told you we're gonna circle back around to the hat now that i'm looking at it again if it had a few more crocodile teeth it could pass for like a crocodile dundee-esque cat okay (laughs) i can see that i'm kind of sold on it but uh you know caleb we need your opinion desperately what you need what do you what do you think of the man's hat um, it, this is a I podcast it, about music. I, I'm my first thought is I think it probably smells bad. Oh, is that your first thought? That's your... Yeah, it looks it looks really hot where he is. Maybe it's just the filter, but 
Maybe it's just a filter. It's a, it's a sepia photo. <laughs> well, it looks like a stinky hat. There you go. He's in the damn desert. And it reminds me of Crocodile Dundee a little bit. Hey, we got another one. Nice. Nice. Well, well, any podcast with two Crocodile Dundee references is probably good. So, you know, this will be a high play count one. Yeah. <laughs> you, sh- you, know. you shouldn't shit in your boyfriend's bed, though. Well, I don't think anybody should be shitting in anybody's bed, Nobody you know. <laughs> Nobody. But let's uh, let's move on to the next track. We got uh, uh, another. I think I I think I brought this name up uh, well, at least once. But Tori Moy, the new uh, track called New Beat. Uh, this is just yeah. Where'd you pull this one from? Who's like? What's the inspiration behind this one? Yeah, Toro. Um... Yeah, I go, I go, I go way back with Toro with uh, Chaz from from Toro Imoi. It's it's fucking. I don't know, dude. I just again just strong emotional connection to like this song and like the time in my life. It was like this was like right around probably like my first year of college that I um, came across this, and yeah. I think uh, I think this has to go to. Um, I can't remember i thought i wrote this down but i think it has to go to jeff um i'm gonna i'm gonna give it to jeff crable because he showed me a lot of this kind of chill wave stuff that was like really big at the time chill wave was like a very hot genre at the time yeah and uh toro kind of wrote up on that wave on that chill wave and um i've just been a big fan of his work and he's someone who does a lot of cool genre bending which i really appreciate um and but always kind of has a nice through line to, to his music and stuff. And I had a really tough time. I just wanted to include a song from him and I ended up going back to like something that was like, kind of just like nostalgia feels for me. Um, Yo, Cause I, I remember that. bumping this a bunch when we were, you know, getting goofy as little college kids and stuff. And <laughs> you know, just going to have a fun time and um, yeah. Yeah. So, but he he like just has a new record that just came out. Um, but yeah, I've I've seen him a bunch of times, and and uh, I appreciate his music a lot. So. That'd be cool, man. I, I, I thought this was a fun one to include on the on the playlist. Fuck yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I I feel like from for myself, other like this cat's always welcome. Like the, I I specifically do have like good memories of like, you know, like popping this album on, like getting my fucking like you know day going like going for a walk in the morning just like groove into this track and like getting my blood pumping and stuff you know like yeah so this was like i was definitely familiar with this track and like it puts it always puts me like right back in that zone so you know i can i, I can appreciate that man like that's you know, yeah always welcome uh but jameson what about you man i don't know the song was like <laughs> i i don't have any connection to toro and moi um uh, everything that I've heard, because I think he's been featured maybe a couple Once other twice, times. Yeah, yeah and I, I haven't had any uh, bad feelings towards him. Um, it's fine. It's like background music for the most part. Um, I found the album art pretty unsettling for some reason. <laughs> um, but the song's fine. I'll give it like on the Gill scale, like a six. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Now we now we have enough. It's just the gill scale, a uh, six, a solid representation. Uh, <laughs> Nick, what about you? 
So I'm, I'm a fan of basically all of the modern waves. I don't know how many specific artists I can tell you about, but I, I like chill wave and vapor wave waves. and retro wave and synth wave, which are apparently two different things. Wait, what about Simpson wave? I have seen the Simpson wave, uh, the YouTube channel one that kind of like broadcasts it for a really long time with like the cyber Bart Simpson yeah. in it. I, I know what you're talking about. That's a real thing. <laughs> That's a movement. <laughs> That's, a mo That's a damn movement. <laughs> uh, but no, this, this song was it was really enjoyable. Um, it was it, it had like it, it really got across the chill that it was trying to convey, and I felt the chill and I enjoyed the chill. Um, I really enjoyed the the little the goofy little funk lead on the keyboard that he was using. That sort of that 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 monophonic with a lot of kind of portamento on it, just using that little pitch and mod band wheel, of course. Oh, beautiful. It was it was pretty fun. I liked it. Hell Good yeah. job, Toro e moi, I think. Moi. Caleb, moi. how about you, man? Um, I agree with what Nick said about the, the keyboard. I don't know what any of that means, but <laughs> keyboard sounds nice. Yeah, it's a totally agreeable, chill song, but holy shit, like this happens once in a while where like, I'll be like, oh, this is a cool song, but then I look at the album art and I'm like, oh God. Like, yeah, it's super yeah. unsettling, huh? It's so gross. It looks like the inside of like intestines or something, like weird little polyps of doom and... Get that out of your mouth, man. It's like a flower I, or something. I believe it's no. a sea anemone is what it looks like. Yeah. It looks like a bunch of weird teeth. He's <laughs> taking a bite of a sea anemone? That's sure those, what like, it looks like, like. Toxic or something? I mean, some of them <laughs> I mean, will that sting you. The, that, that might be the art. <laughs> that, that might just be art. I'm going to go out for the next we string lights album. Uh, for the next string lights art piece, I'm I'm definitely just gonna take a fucking bite out of a bunch of jellyfish tentacles and take a picture of that. Do it. Hardcore. Yeah, that's, that's I'm not. I don't want to see that picture because, yeah, the song's fine. No, no complaints. But I just can't get over how disturbing the artwork is. It really isn't okay. It looks like a bunch of weird teeth and. Ugh. <laughs> I just love it. It's just, it's just the artwork. Yeah. That's what really hit me. It's the fucking artwork, man. Cool song, but please consider hiring someone else to do your artwork, perhaps. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Harsh. Uh, you know, I mean, I guess we just, you know, I don't know what to, I don't want to say to that, Caleb. It's, uh, I'm sorry it disturbed you so much. Me too. You know? <laughs> me too. Well, okay, whatever. That takes us into some easy listening, if you ask me. This uh, is a track you mentioned earlier. Uh, you mentioned the name of the cat earlier, Michael Franks. Um, all dressed up with nowhere to go. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. What, uh, what brought you to like this track off of this album? Um, yeah, uh, so Elliot, I, I actually can't now remember. I, I'm pretty sure it was Elliot that showed me, but it, it could have been Calvin. Um, I lived with the, both those guys for a, a bunch of years, and I feel like this was a moment in time when they showed me a bunch of. But it was like this. This to me was that experience where like, like Elliot and Calvin would say something about like a song or something or make a reference, and then that's like, am I supposed to know that? Like, who is that? And then they'd be like, oh, dude, oh, bro, and like put on the record, like Cal pull it off the shelf because he has it like on vinyl, and she'd be like, dude, oh, you got to listen to this, and this was like one of those records for me one bad habit and i think the more famous song on this record is probably baseball probably maybe a lot of people have heard that track baseball um okay. if you've heard any michael franks but um 
I don't know, dude. This this track just like he does this stuff with like lyrics and like innuendo that I don't think it's done a lot in in music anymore. Um, but there's like a really kind of fun art to it of like a not so subtle kind of like yeah. sexual innuendo, but like in a yeah kind of tasteful R&B setting. And I feel like he did, this is it's it that thing that I just described. It's being done at its peak with. Okay. with this whole record honestly oh yeah lotus blossom that's another like big fucking track off this record but okay. um this whole record is just is full of bangers and um dude yeah. i don't know i just i just always like this kind of i'm i mean it's I'm super s- laid back and the, the production is great on it i'm fucking sold on it dude like uh yeah, like like I you know I mentioned Chuck Mangione earlier, but like I can groove on some fucking Chuck, dude. But this is like this is even groovier than like than some Chuck, you know. Like, uh, th- this is like it's like cheesy enough that, and you're right, dude. It has like this. I don't know. It, like innuendo is a good word. Like it's just like it. I don't know. It's like it's just there's some subtle references. There's some like you know. It's like I don't know. It's just kind of a fucking groovy, fucking fun. A little like weird song and i want to listen to the rest of the, the like this album now I, I wonder if i i i couldn't tell you if i've heard of the other other the other two tracks you've mentioned but yeah. i wonder if i have just like listened to some like random shuffle or something you know uh, yeah i feel it like maybe like it a, would be something that would have come up on like some yeah exactly it feels like it's up my wheelhouse in a lot of ways so yeah, yeah. this is a yeah this is a, a groove for me uh, uh jameson what about you I thought this song has like a specific place and that place is like 4 a.m. on the weather channel. Um, <laughs> like real fucking boring and no one's awake yet to listen to it. Um, so uh, another pass. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give you a gavel. That's fucking boring. <laughs> Caleb, how about you? Okay. So. Okay. <sighs> It's yeah. It's it's. I mean, it's well done. Always give them credit if they're good at what they're doing. But it's pretty boring. And um, I decided to call this guy Mikey Franks. And I don't like the way he's fucking looking at me in that picture. <laughs> <laughs> fucking purple shirt. Oh, the album. Yeah, the cover is one of my favorite parts. Yeah, it's weird. He's giving me the heebs, man. And I'm just like music's fine but like i just i can't stop thinking about sweeping his leg and pushing him in that fucking locker because he's a nerd you just go in there you be funky in your locker and stay away from stay away from my girlfriend with your creepy mustache and your mustached uh company aside you guys are fine but this mikey franks he rubs me the wrong way (laughs) i would like a gavel please you got it man Thank you, motherfucker, Mikey Franks. Gets it. Nick, are you gonna get? Are you are you gonna sweep his leg? Are you gonna just groove honestly, along with him? N- honestly, no. Although now that I am looking at it, this guy's picture, he does have a fairly punchable face. <laughs> Everybody has a punchable face. It's just a matter of who. Look, you this know. guy especially. I mean, look at him. Look at the way he's looking at you. I don't know. He's he got a comment. Like, he seems friendly. <laughs> But uh, as for the song, I actually I enjoyed it. I don't know, maybe it was because I was out walking the dog at the time. Like this, this sounded like something that might be the theme song to like a forgotten '70s sitcom. Dude, it, yeah. It, it, and the sitcom's definitely set in San Francisco. Like, listen to that horn section. 
but yeah. I don't know. It was it had such a a stupidly kind of charming air about it that it it just it sort of it worms its way into your heart. I think in in the same way that Chuck does. So don't That's let him right. fool you. <laughs> but no, I wouldn't let him within ten foot of any of my close female friends. He's the hey, Venus Fly Frank. Venus Fly Frank. Venus Frank Trap. I don't know. Oh no, he look. He's just, he's, you know, he's just doing his thing. Uh, well, okay, so this is a kind of like a fun turn. This was like a fun turn for me because I really like this track uh, by Mike, Mikey Franks. And like, I also am very familiar with the next artist, Run the Jewels. So this Run the Jewels track is a pretty solid one, Walking in the Snow. Um, it's off of, is it, which out? Al- it's off of their fourth album, I believe, right? Yeah, fourth, yeah. So uh, what yeah, um, pick do you pick? Why'd you pick this one? Yeah, this one. Um, I was thinking about because um, I do listen to a lot of hip hop, and I mean, I listen to I guess a lot of different shit. So I just wanted a, a smattering of different like offerings of yeah. things that I actually listen to, but like again, like kind of have that connection to like another person or another time, and. Uh, this one was uh, got a, this. This is my buddy Arthur, who's actually going to be the the guy like uh, officiating my wedding in a couple of months. Um, oh, fuck yeah, man! Which is great. Thanks. Yeah. So shouts out Arthur. Um, but yeah, he was always someone like he showed me like Death Grips and like he just is like such a ridiculous Crystal Castles. Like mm. he showed me a bunch of insane like awesome crazy music, and I just love him and i associate him with really fun out there shit and and run the jewels is great and definitely something like right up his alley and uh yeah i just love killer mike so much and just like such a cool dude and his music is actually fucking amazing he's like probably you know maybe a somewhat like underrated mc overall in like the kind of scheme of like classic hierarchy of yeah of, whatever MCs and stuff of rappers and uh nah, I love really killer mike and this this album yeah it like he has like that i can't breathe line in here that like kind of hit me pretty crazy and then like ended up reading that he had actually written it about eric garner getting murdered in you know a couple years before and so it was just like super resonant with um just like all the george floyd you know yeah. protests and stuff that were happening and uh but yeah, they just have a way of like being like very in your face and political and like controversial, but also really fun at the same time and just like still be like braggadocious and and um, kind of some of just have that like kind of fun hip hop swagger that people show up for and um, and their beats and their production and their sound is just like different than a lot of a lot of what you hear and uh, I just really appreciate it. So yeah, okay, yeah, man. Shouts out Arthur. Shouts out. Yeah, Mom, dude. Cool. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I had one. I think it was like I, I've had. I put one. I've run the Jules track on our Christmas playlist. Uh, that Luke had one too. Yeah, and um, yeah, dude. Did like, Luke run, have one on his? Oh, Luke had a. Luke had a. Uh, he had two hip hop songs. One was a big boy track, and one was a clipping song actually oh, yeah yeah the, um, yeah, the big, boy. big boy track yeah the big boy track was fucking banging too but uh but yeah dude run the jewels you're you're absolutely right man i i think uh i agree with two things one killer mike is definitely like 
he deserves far more credit, I think, for his career than than he he's getting. And but I, I guarantee you, in hindsight, like he'll get the credit he deserves because because yeah. like he, I feel like currently he is very unmatched lyrically, and uh, even even his partner in crime LP man like LP hits some fucking hard notes throughout their albums too. Uh, but but Killer Mike is like always stepping it up with like what he's like what he's putting in in his tracks and it's like it's not just garbage it's like stuff worth listening to you know yeah um, and uh, yeah Run the Jewels dude like they're just they're one of my favorite fucking acts of all time like if I feel like I don't know what I want to listen to like I put on Run the Jewels I'm just like and it just gets me fucking moving anyway like yeah I've seen them twice and this I would like to see them again at least one more time but. Like this, this album's fucking solid. This song has some gr- like great fucking moments. The, uh, like the walking in the snow hook that kind of kind of keeps kicking in, just like like keeps it moving along. I yeah, I was like glad to see a fucking run the jewels track on here, and it just like it gives you just like a, a dose of energy that you need right in the like heart of this playlist or the, you know the back end of this playlist that we're coming to. But fuck yeah, dude, good good pick, man. If you ask me, uh, Nick, what about you, man? Uh, this this song was really cool, actually. Um, I did I did get to explore Run the Jewels a little bit because of a hey, your Christmas song, and then I think someone else had a Run the Jewels song too. But um, your Christmas song did not include get included on my Christmas playlist because it was not spreading cheer. It was speaking some hard fucking truths, and uh, it was really cool. Uh, but it, this is the second. This is the second time I, I think I'll be making this comparison, but listening to Run the Jewels gives me like the same feeling, like in my mind and heart, as like when I'm listening to some heavy fucking ass metal, like when I'm listening to like Veil of Maya or something. Like, the shit just goes too hard. It's but, like the beat is so cool, and like the the, the, the way the the rhythms and the, their lyrics are arranged around the rhythms, it's it, it's such a really kick ass pairing of it. I think it's this is one of the cooler songs on this on this playlist for sure. Um, and I really do need to deep dive in this into this act because oh yeah, dude. Start I, honestly, start with run the run the jewels too. <laughs> run the jewels too. Gotcha. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah, it makes sense. Sequel. Season one's always a little iffy. Oh, dude. I mean, they're all good, but season like like run the jewels too. I'm not trying to cut you off. Run the jewels too though is like I think it's like their fucking best album, and it gives you a vibe of like where they grow and where they come from. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll definitely have to check out some more because this this was really cool. It was the, this this playlist kind of jumps all over the place towards the end of it, but this was a really cool jump. So that I enjoyed it a lot. Fuck yeah, Caleb. How about you? So I don't think I've heard a single Run the Jewel song that was bad or that I didn't enjoy. Like, um, I mean, I have like a handful of hip hop albums from like back in the day that just like hit me at the right time and I really love them, but um, they're always like the the act that gets me like, oh, like, why am I not listening to this? This is really good. And yeah, like it does like, it does kind of sit all the, hit all those same um, like, you know, notes as like what I get out of metal. Like it's rhythmically interesting and uh-huh. um like just like the syncopation that's going on between the beat and the the flow and everything but it still grooves and that hooks you in and then he's got some like heavy shit to tell you about and like after he's grabbed your attention you know you're you know you're you're getting schooled and yeah they're they're so good i mean i don't know why i don't listen to him more i'm probably gonna have to remedy that so yeah good pick hell yeah man jameson how about you 
I agree with uh, with Caleb. Like it, I've never heard a run the jewel song that I didn't enjoy, but it's not something I really listen to very often. And as I've said, like I usually prefer hip hop songs that have like a really smooth flow to them, and they definitely don't have that. But they're fucking awesome anyways. So um, uh, agree with everyone. Have to dig a little bit deeper into run the jewels fuck yeah yeah i just think i, I think austin <clears throat> nailed it uh, a little bit when he was talking about how like they bring just like a, a great blend of energy to like their 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 presence and their stage or, like the performance even in their stu- like their studio albums there's just like a lot of presence i think and, it's, and it just i don't know it kind of it's cool that it bleeds through but um where we at here Oh, this takes us. I think you referenced uh, this cat earlier too, Austin. Uh, Marcos Valle. Uh, this, yeah. this, this, uh, <laughs> this was a really fun coming out of Run the Jewels. I this was awesome. Uh, was it Estrella? This, this, like, I don't know what he's oh, drinking God. on the cover of this fucking. <laughs> Uh, like he's got a lot of drinking. He's got like yeah. seven, one, two, three, four, it, five, it's six, a spread, seven but... drinks. <laughs> Dude, this, 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 and a bowl a, of fruit. This is such a fucking jam, man. Uh, so, uh, yeah, How, how'd you come to this? Yeah, so this one, this one also is is really fun. Um, so Jake, Jake de Guzman, um, yeah, he had shown me uh, this. It was a DJ duo that Elijah Wood and I'm trying to think of his his friend's name. I can't remember, but he had like a friend that he was part of a DJ duo uh, called Wooden Wisdom. And they just like toured around for a while and put out like some playlists on SoundCloud and shit that like eventually got taken down, which I wish I could had like downloaded or something because just full of great shit. But um, this was like one of the tracks on one of those like soundcloud playlist of wooden wisdom and jake had shown me he was like dude you know elijah wood has like a like a dj group that he fucking like a duo that he's a part of and i was like what no um so yeah i just like kind of stumbled into that but i remember this track off of it and i dug around and found it or shazammed it or whatever um but yeah, he's got a bunch of great, just like fun, weird Brazilian '70s party music. I guess I don't know, just like a lot of good vibes. And yeah, um, dude, this was like just a fun deep cut that I could play for people. But I feel like I heard it actually on like a can't remember if it was like a show like um, uh, what's Aziz Ansari's show? Why can't I think of it? Ask for none. Yeah, that's it. Um. Man, yeah, Master of None. I haven't watched much of that actually. A lot of good soundtrack. I can't remember if it was like on there or some somewhere else. But anyways, um, yeah, he's he's got some. You have to kind of bounce around, and I, I don't know all of his good tracks, but this was one that always stuck out to me. And I remember going to a really ridiculous nightclub on Capitol Hill to go see him. Uh, he was playing as Wooden Wisdom up here in this like really, but it was like a Tuesday, and there was like not very many people there which was awesome um that's fucking cool dude and i don't even think most people like realized it was like elijah wood and stuff but um i don't know it was, it was fun that, dude. that's um, dope so i have dude. a good connection of good connection to this this song um dude, i played yeah. it a lot that's Hard cool music. man 
uh i definitely am going to play this song a lot like i i'm into this fucking track uh jeremiah would also be probably into this track because he sent me shit like this like which is like it's so fun like it's just good music it's so vice it's like, it's like <laughs> you know it's like i don't know man. it's just fucking wild uh yeah i'm i'm like it's, it's just like a fun energy like there's no bad vibes involved in this fucking song like and that's something i can i can really appreciate uh caleb how about you man you can jam um i've actually heard this song before i was kind of surprised it took me a minute to place it but um some of my old co-workers listen to a lot of funk and this would come up occasionally and i i i've never seen the album cover stuck on album covers man but um <laughs> yeah you had a run on album covers <laughs> this this one's one. great i like this one a lot <laughs> it just looks like hey come come have a drink with me i'm like yeah. okay yeah come have several drinks with me. <laughs> yeah. i've prepared I several seven. you can try them all <laughs> if several means seven that is correct but um yeah the the bass is cool um i just i want to go to like a roller rink and turn on oh, the yeah. strobe light and just coast around and listen to this it's really fun Jameson, how about you? Well, I, I took a look. This album released in 1983, and uh, I think that's where it can stay. Um, <laughs> I wasn't born yet, and so I wouldn't have been exposed to this, and that would have been just fine. Um, <laughs> so not very, not interesting to me. Not fun. Just no thanks. Just no thanks. <laughs> Uh, Nick, are you going to have fun? you going to live the vice life? I absolutely am. I'm going to have what Marco's having. <laughs> Try the piano with Jim. I'll have one of each, and I definitely want the fruit bowl to go with it. And I'm going to and I'm gonna get all these things from the roll-up tiki bar at the roller rink, because I'm going to be going to hang out with Caleb at that roller rink to listen to this song some more. Nice. But Zip. it was, I, I don't know, I only have imagery to offer as critique of this song. Just more more hilarious anecdotes of bullshit. But, um, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> no, this song was really cool. It was smooth. It was. It, it just had all of that, that fun energy that you want out of something that has an album cover that looks like fucking that. So, overall, it was know. extremely enjoyable. Oh, man. Uh... So I can't remember which one of you mentioned that this kind of starts jumping around a bit, but we're about to experience one of those jumps here because we go from this fucking jamming track right to a protest of the hero track, which gets right <laughs> in your face real quick, as always. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Sequoia Throne. This, yeah. Why uh, Why this protest of the hero song? Yeah, so, um, yeah, I ended up doing a lot of these like double influence things, and this was another case of that because Jake had kind of introduced me uh like kind of in a roundabout way to, to that last artist and then this was also protest the hero is an artist that Jake uh and I like grew up listening to these records yeah. together and and him being and us like influencing each other in different ways and like in metal and stuff and like I typically didn't like in my mind this was almost like um like I don't know the right words for it, but like not like heavy and dark and and like disgusting enough for for the certain metal that I like to listen to sometimes, or at least I did at that point. Um, but like looking back on it, like this shit is so fucking good and precise and technical and like oh God, yeah. it's awesome and and 
just like even just for like from a production standpoint is just like super clean and and super well done and i think holds up and um yeah i wanted to like kind of go back down memory lane a little bit with some of these again with some a lot of these tracks and so this was definitely one that did that immediately for me because i just have like awesome memories with riding around in in jake's jetta like blasting this fucking track as loud as we could and and like fuck yeah smoking weed and shit and i don't know just getting yeah, into just, stuff dude i feel that yeah um, man i feel like protest the heroes always can, can always be like welcome man because it's like yeah like i think the older i get the more i reflect on it like i can like appreciate certain different aspects like you were mentioning like the production and like how clean it really is and you know like god damn you're right it's like so fucking precise like it i like if i don't know like it's just it's like it's always so fun to listen to their their music like because there's so many different elements to listen to uh so you know i i like i'm not i wasn't familiar with it with this one and i probably want like i'm only like like really tight with a couple out like out of their albums but i would have to listen to this whole album just you know because it's just like i really for some reason this track just sucked me right the fuck in uh yeah kazaya and this this album was fortress but kazaya and fortress both like i think they did those kind of close together at the same time and god okay. dude they're they're both just top to bottom fucking awesome records really yeah, good man yeah uh nick how do you feel about the about this track protest has always been one of my favorite bands um they they haven't really been too active lately i think they've all kind of been working on things on their own separate little things uh but this song smashed me in the fucking face with a hammer and sent me straight back to the hot like the high school parking lot i had this yeah, shit dude. on repeat like just <laughs> non-stop for for like my all of fucking senior year uh, yeah and i i literally I, I can't hear that song without thinking about like how i'm gonna hop into the the century falcon and, and dodge those goddamn speed bumps in the high school parking lot. all you gotta do is drive in the empty stalls and you can just dodge them <laughs> those things would just wreck your suspension those things are terrible <laughs> that car didn't have any <laughs> yeah because of those speed bumps but uh the, 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 this was one of the bands that like really really changed the way i even perceived guitar at all like i started trying to learn some of their songs like especially off of this record uh blood meat was absolutely fucking crazy to try to figure out uh limb from limb was another one i really struggled with and this one i just fucking couldn't do and i don't think i i still don't think i could if i tried i cannot play the maiden riff from this song it's it's really hard these guys know all the music notes oh. <laughs> they learned them all <laughs> but it, i don't know this 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 was such a, a a kick in the nostalgia for me it, it's such a kick-ass record as a whole uh they had i mean they've had other really good records too but this one this one has just a lot tied to it memories wise so good pick. Yeah. jameson how about you what are your thoughts on this uh, same thing as nick same place too i mean i just remember <laughs> running out to my fucking truck which the sound system in my oh, truck no. was more fucking expensive than the truck was and just just fucking blaring this i remember when this album came out this was my favorite song on this specific album so it got a ton of play um yeah and it was kind of eye-opening going back and remembering how technical this is it's just fucking insane um not really up my alley anymore found it a, a bit abrasive with the vocals but i mean you can't really uh the 
you can't look past how technical it is and how how nostalgic it is. So solid pick. Caleb, what about you, man? <clears throat> oh man, no surprises here. I I fucking love this. Um, <laughs> protest is so good, and Fortress um, is, in my opinion, their magnus opus, and it's a magnus opus for any band, not even just them. Like it's it's one of my all time albums, their best work, Nick. Um, it's Latin. Um, Isn't it Magnum? Mag, I f- yeah, fuck. Uh, <laughs> you're right. Uh, you tried to make me look smart. foolish. <laughs> well, touche, sir. Touche. We're, we're well matched. Anyway, um, this album's amazing. Jared, go listen to it. Um, I listened it, to it man. all the way through, like last week. I I still <laughs> frequently like. I know every music note. I can only play them. Um, <laughs> every play them. every lyric, every every beat of this song, like. My takeaway is that it's about how you shouldn't be scared of like God or the gods or aliens um, because people are, are really the problem, and we're obsessed with with death and going to space, something like that. It's pretty fucking hey, man. cool, man. Riff's, Riff's lyrics is, were always fucking crazy, man. Like, they're so he, he good. wrote the weirdest shit. Yeah, so good. Good. Like so looking at the the version of this that they have on Spotify, they also have like a whole bag end that's just the instrumentals. So yeah. that's a question I have. Like, would 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 it be like better just instrumental, or would you know, or would the vocals? I like, I don't think so. Okay. Get, get it out with some headphones and go through the lyrics as you're listening to it. It's it's really, it's really good stuff. Like, the like lyrics. Whoever are... writes that is smart. Hmm. He would have gotten a, a opus right. It's a, a riff, or they, they just call him Riff. He's the bassist for the first few albums. He's the guy that writes the lyrics, and then later on, uh, he left to go be a fucking theater director or something. Oh, shit. Um, so Rody started writing him. He, Rody being the singer. I was like, some Rody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just get Rody's to write their shit for him. <laughs> but I, all, I think all of their lyrics are good, but there's definitely like a tonal shift when, when, when Riff leaves. Hmm. So Interesting. Well, uh, what about uh, moving on to the next track? Uh, uh, Astral Man by the Nude Party. Um, yeah, how'd you come to how'd you come to this track? Yeah, so, um, dude, so these guys, uh, we actually played a show with them. So oh, cool. I, um, and we ended up hearing about them because uh, we were with the uh, when we were playing. Um, bloom shows at the time we had like got hit up by like the guy who booked for the sunset tavern which is a great little mm. spot up, up in ballard um seen a lot of good shows there okay, and, yeah dude uh good for like smaller bands and stuff and just a good room um but uh they just like called us on like like less than like just a couple of days notice and we're like hey you know we had some people like pull out of the show and we have this band coming up that's like from North Carolina and like they don't have any really following up here or whatever like we we're just trying to sell some tickets and see if a band wanted to play and shit it's like all right yeah sure we'll take the gig and fuck yeah um there was like nobody there on a Tuesday but like these guys fucking fucking killed it and are a super cool group of dudes that had been literally playing for like I think they said they if I remember right, it was like their 29th day in a row that they'd been driving from like the Damn, East Coast man. all the way and like playing shows every night and just Jesus. like paying their way out here. And 
um they ended up like that was like years ago but they ended up that was like a couple of years before this album came out um but yeah they were just again just the nicest dudes and they really wanted to like hang out and like it's my biggest one of not a not my biggest regret probably but it's a regret of mine that we didn't like go hang out and make more of a connection and stuff but um they were super nice dudes and we like pointed them in the right direction like oh go up to cap hill go to these couple of places and Fuck yeah um but uh yeah just a, a lot of fun with their kind of like southern rock psych rock kind of yeah, cross blending that they do um, it's got an awesome sound to it like well that's i mean that's cool man like that you, you got a chance to play a fucking gig with them i i i definitely like the the way you described like tuesday empty room but like you know jamming anyway me and jeremiah played so many fucking shows like that where it was like <laughs> it was like you first because we had a bass player who would like book mad like he just booked he had nothing to do so he just booked shows all the fucking time and so we were like we'd be like wednesday uh like some fucking random bar in seattle and we'd just be like playing to like some like a couple like regular drunks and like whoever you know (laughs) walked in and you're just like i don't know man we're just like i don't know fucking playing a set in a different space it's fun either way but uh i mean that'd be cool like i bet i bet i bet it'd be fun to just like kind of like uh jam with these cats or like you know see them play but this yeah this this has a great psych feel like you know it it really i don't know it's droney at parts like it's got that you know i don't know i just i again i just fucking like this i had no idea i don't i have never heard of them before so this is kind of like a new discovery for me yeah i wanted to shout them out because yeah we played a show with them and they, they actually kind of blew up a little bit like they i think they got featured in like a rolling stone list of like 100 small rock bands or country bands or something they may have made it into like a country bands list or something interesting because they kind of i guess border on onto that kind of genre and um new countries all over the place yeah well one of these dudes definitely has a telecaster (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah dude yeah you should watch them play like do a live set um they have great gear um but uh i I was just saying that's how they wound up on a country list oh yeah (laughs) Um, but yeah, good shit, dude. Nude party, check them out. This is a this is a good record, I think. Um, and okay. I really like this, this out- song. I really really liked a lot. Hell yeah, yeah. I'm I'm with you there. I definitely want I definitely want to like listen to the rest of this album. Um, Jameson, how'd you feel about it? I I like this one. Uh, I feel like it had like really good retro vibes. Like you really couldn't convince me that this was a new band. You know, like this is. They, they have those good retro, not really classic rock, but just good rock tones. Yeah. Fun listen. I guess on the Gill scale, a seven. Ooh. Caleb, how about yourself? Um, I, I really like this. Um, <coughs> it kind of reminds me of like, you know, some old Tame Impala, maybe some like Pond, like the... I, I, I was kind of half expecting you to say that they're from like Perth or something. It gives me that Australian psych rock vibe, which I quite enjoy. Yeah. Um, I like, I don't know, this is like what I want to listen to if me and Hunter S. Thompson ate masculine and went swimming. <laughs> that's, just, that's just what I'm picturing. And that's a that's a good thing. Yeah, I like this one a lot. That's a good, thing. It's a good scene. Yeah. 
Nick, what about you, man? You going swimming with Caleb and, and Thompson? Yeah, why not? Um, I, I don't know if I'd really want to hang out with Hunter S. Thompson. That sounds like it'd be a lot. He's dead. Well, he's not. It would not be a lot now. This I, this situation was hypothetical. Were you hanging out with a dead Hunter S. Thompson? It was a weekend well, at Bernie's type situation. We we ate mescaline, <laughs> so anything is possible. <laughs> Caleb ate mescaline and then you hung just, out like, with stick his it corpse. Down. Well, actually, yeah, he's, he want... was ashes. He was launched out of a cannon. Never mind. I, I no longer <laughs> desire clarity on this topic. <laughs> but no, this this song was nice. It was. It, it, I definitely heard a lot of like Pink Floyd influence in the first half of the song, and in the second half, it it it, it definitely picked up the pace a little bit and turned into kind of a groove of its own. Um, it, I really enjoyed the sound of it. I like that. I like that that uh, that almost slapback kind of like old timey delay that dude's using on his on that guitar riff. Um, I don't know. I think it's very tastefully arranged and put together. I don't know if this style of music is something I would put it. I'd, I would want to go out for, you know, out of my way for. But these guys are doing a really good job with this thing, and they should keep doing that and keep playing weird, sweaty, two p.m. shows weeknights or better gigs. They're playing much better gigs now. I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah, good. that's uh. Well, they look like yeah, they look like they have like. You know, they're in the hundreds of thousands streaming and shit, so they definitely have people paying attention. Um, yeah, it's a good track, man. It's, a, it's hard. I, I'm also with you, Jameson. Like, it felt like it felt like it was hard pressed. I didn't realize it was like a newer act, you know, until I just like had been looking at the information. I was like, I was like, that kind of blew me away. Um, but okay, so I like I like where we end this playlist. Uh, we end it right spot on in 1996, and you know what? What's taking us there? Mark Morrison, Return of the Mac. Okay, Return of the Mac. Yeah. So- <laughs> I just had to. I honestly, this this me putting this track on there was inspired by uh, Luke Gillespie putting um, Fat Boy Slim at the end of. His- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was just like. I just like wanted to put something on that was just like a certified banger that to me is just like I can literally hear that song, put that song on, hear it out in the wild. And like every time, dude, I'm just like I'm I'm fucking glad to hear it like every time. It's yeah. it's just good. It's just a good ass track. And uh, I don't even know my connection like thematically for the rest of this playlist to this song. I just wanted to include it because I don't remember the first time I heard it, but damn dude it just it it lives with me for sure so it's fucking it's a glorious track if you ask me and just like a pinnacle of like that moment in in hip-hop and stuff and like i don't know it just it has staying power for for me personally so i'm with you man like it's a yeah it's definitely a certified banger it's like it i i heard this song super randomly God, where did I hear it? It was like, it was at my workplace. It was like, it popped on because I, oh yeah. Cause I have this, it's like a light prank. I pull on everybody every Sunday. I put on, I put on the seal music, music channel. So I call it <laughs> seal Sundays. And I just like, let it ride out. And this popped on seal Sunday randomly last, like last Sunday. And I was just like, oh shit, return the fucking Mac. But yeah, I'm always, I'm it, it's a, it's always welcome for me too. Uh, I don't know about the other guy. I can't speak for him though. Caleb, are you into the into the return? So I have I have a few questions. I think I've heard this song a few times, but I'm not super. Probably familiar. have. 
Um, I think I've heard it come on at like some parties and whatnot, but his name is Mark. Is is he also Mac? Who's Mac? And where has he been? That's my question. He's the Mac. Yeah, he's been away. (laughs) Well, he should have capitalized the if it's that special. Just saying. Um, Yeah, this is fun. This is, you know, it's like, oh, I'm at I'm at a party at some some co-workers house and some drunk person got very excited and turned this on and everybody starts singing it and I'm sitting there and be like I don't know what's going on right now but I like the song I like his leather pants it's a fun time it shouldn't it shouldn't have faded out though fade outs are lazy it's my only gripe Jameson what about you man it's, it's a fun silly track for you know a 90s uh, hip hop song I, I was wondering what it I, I thought or was hoping for some good backstory, but hey, I guess just spontaneity is good too. So well, no, <laughs> well, no complaints. Shout, remember, shout outs to Luke. He kind of like yeah, opened that door yeah, yeah. fat boy slim. Uh, Nick, what about you, man? I'm going to be honest. I spent most of my time listening to this being absolutely bewildered as to why I was listening to this song. <laughs> I didn't have a fucking clue, but honestly, the Gillespie Maneuver explains everything. Gillespie uh, Maneuver. It's like a Star Trek thing. It's like a hard maneuver, but the Gillespie Maneuver. Yes. <laughs> you got to do is you got you to cut power to your engines and then drift sort of. It's the Gillespie Maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> No, it, it, it was fun though i mean i honestly wasn't aware that this was a song outside of being like a meme on the internet or like something <laughs> that got put in funny youtube videos or maybe a mcdonald's commercial <laughs> it's, it, it was a very strange thing to listen to i, I can't say it was bad <laughs> it, it was what it was <laughs> i don't know yeah, this I, one didn't I have like, it didn't have like a special emotional connection other than just like just fucking this around. was just a song that would come on and at like I don't know I like parties or something and I was just always I was always about it just something about the the Mac man the Mac dude <laughs> the Mac is back dude the Mac is back <laughs> you put this on when you're winning at beer pong <laughs> yeah if they haven't Sinking used the return of the Mac commercial Nick they they should they should they should have hired you to write that commercial. Dude, that's what There's... I was saying. I was like, they really need to, need to capitalize on that. We're ideas um, guys here. Exactly. <laughs> We're just waiting for people to poach them. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I, you know, this takes us to the uh, the tops and bottoms. Um, and this includes you, Austin. If you have to cut one, uh, you know, which, which one would it be? And if you, you know, which one's your favorite? If you had to pick an absolute favorite. Yeah, I think I think for bottom Yeah, I'd probably have to go with um holding on to yesterday, Ambrosia, Alan Parsons. Okay. I don't know, I just didn't have the strongest like emotional connection to this one other than just like I again like I I listened to it again when I was like combing through a bunch of tracks in my headphones and I was just like, man, I don't know, like I just I just trusted the feeling at the moment, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. Um, but again, like, yeah, didn't, didn't have, like, the strongest, like, emotional connection to this song or whatever. Um, and I guess for top, man, it's tough. Um, fuck, dude. I'd probably, honestly, on this list, like, just looking back through it, 
maybe have to go with I'm the black gold of the sun, dude. I don't know. It was just like that one. That's a, a that, that's just like a powerful track to me for some reason. I don't know why, but um, I guess just oh, looking yeah. back through this, but th this is just like a smattering of all the a lot of different stuff that I've listened to kind of over the years that I thought I'd throw together to Fuck for yeah, judgment. Yeah. <laughs> for judgment. <laughs> well, somebody's got to pass more judgment. Uh, Nick, do you have your tops and bottoms? Yeah, I think I got some tops and bottoms here. What's you get? Yeah, I can get into it. <laughs> um, the tops were were pretty easy for me actually. I, I had an absolute like it, it's for sure for me that Nils From is going to take the top spot on that. Um, eat a butt, Nils. I'm stealing your shit. I'm sampling your your sounds. Uh, with a clo pretty close second being Cassiopeia. Um, uh, and, and as for bottoms, like none of these songs are bad. Some of some of them really irritated me. Uh, I, I am I am gonna have to say that that Alan Parsons is, can go right to the absolute bottom, and I'm gonna place uh, Doctor Octagon on academic probation for making me so fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> academic probation. Fair enough. Um, Jameson, do you have your tops and bottoms? Yeah, uh, I'll agree with Nick. It it wasn't my absolute bottom, but uh, Doctor Octagon is definitely on probation. Um, but I, I think definitely for me, the bottom is going to be that Kaput song by Destroyer. Ah. I did not enjoy that one. Um, top of the list is going to be that uh, Arasimo Carlos song. I don't know how to say the title, but. That song is fucking slick. Yeah, man. Oh, that's a good pick. Uh, Caleb, how about you? Oh, man, a little tricky. Um, obviously, I'm going to be tempted to pick Sequoia Throne, but that's too easy, you know. <laughs> Metalhead likes the metal song. But um, I think, actually, I'm going to give top to Run the Jewels. Like, um, I haven't heard that one before, but, you know, it's, like I said, never heard a bad song from them, and every time I listen to it, I'm like, I need to listen to Run the Jewels, so I'm going to try and do that now. Okay, bottom. <laughs> if you it's, learned anything, <laughs> listen to Run the Jewels. It's not like, yeah, there's not like a bad song. Everything's well done, but Mikey Franks really pissed me off. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and he also, I forgot to mention, there was a fade out in that song, too, and that just, that just threw me over the edge. Um... <laughs> But I, I have to give an honorable mention to Toro Imoy for that horrifying album art. The song's really cool, but dude. Yeah. It's not even that bad. <laughs> it's bad. It is that bad. Um all, all in all, like I really enjoyed this playlist. It was definitely it was cool to get to like, oh I wonder I wonder what Austin's been up to. What's he been listening to? And I was I was pleased. Yeah, man. No, no I, beef, not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> no i'm glad dude i'm i'm glad for the honest opinions honestly like yeah i just i appreciate it yeah i think like i said i'm i feel sometimes surrounded in a bubble of you know this is of like of you know people who are into the same shit and so it's it's good to kind of like get the yeah get the honest you. comparison and and shit and yeah i like it yeah that's the truth um 
you know, and just, uh, I guess ending the tops and bottoms, I, I got to pick like my top is definitely, I got to take that Cassiopeia track, like that, that track. And like, I'm really looking forward to listening to the album. Like I'm going to listen to it tomorrow morning while I fucking open the cafe. Uh, yeah. really looking forward to that. Um, yeah, bottoms, like everybody else, like the bottoms are kind of hard to fucking figure out. But I got to be honest, I probably, the one I least, I, it was like mostly because it was a head scratcher. It was probably Nils, an aborted beginning. Uh, like just, just because like, like I was just like, what's going on right now? What's <laughs> happening right now? Like, what, like, I was like lost in that. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, but like conceptually I am like intrigued by that project overall though. Like now that it's been kind of described to me. So like, that's kind of interesting. But yeah, it was like, I, I really like this opened me up to a lot of cool stuff. I really appreciate you sharing like, because yeah, I mean, <laughs> Like, I don't know. There's yeah, there's just a lot to pick through here. So, I, yeah, it'll be keeping me occupied. There's a handful of playlists that we've had that I have been like, keep like keep going back to. And yeah, I'll probably be like jamming this one for a while in the future, man. But, yeah, dude, I appreciate it. Yeah. Like I said, I'm I'm just stoked the the stuff you guys been doing here. So, you know, if you guys oh, need another guest judge or something oh, sit on the sure. sit on the panel sit on the council sometime then i was just yeah. gonna say man the Ooh. door is always open like, that'd yeah. be that'd be great we like because like you know uh as as we were talking about master gill might be uh popping in and out a little less frequently for a little bit and so you know it'd be awesome to have like some you know some voices popping and filling in the space so if you if you're willing we'll keep we'll definitely be taking you up on it yeah definitely yeah you Fuck should yeah. Up. be down all right. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Well, again, thank you for sharing this fucking shit. And, uh, you know, I really appreciate you doing doing this and hopping on. Council appreciates it. I'm going to be posting the link to this playlist, like, on our Instagram so people can, like, check it out if they want. Cool. Um, but, uh, you know, somebody's got to say it. We always have to end the podcast. Master Gill's not here. So who's going to do it? Keep your stick on the ice. Keep your goddamn stick on the ice. Your corn dogs freshly fried. Ooh, there it is.